Aldi's favorite plot device, a girl in a fucking box. And um, <laughs> why is it my favorite plot? It's device? your favorite Outlaw Star, <laughs> I Firefly. That's this all. favorite plot point ever. Wow. <laughs> Nerd on. Hey everyone, welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need but deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome. Well. All of them. Even if you had an accident that gave you uh Cree powers and now you have to use them to defend Earth and, and the all universe of her inhabitants and, and all of the galaxy. You're yeah. welcome here too. You're welcome here or too. Even if you're suffering from uh, vibranium poisoning. Exactly. Yeah. More specifically, that's right. Or uh, <laughs> if you identify yourself as one Earthling, as one Cree, and as an Avenger. Yeah. I identify as a Flurkin. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I see that. I so, see that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't guessed, uh, today's episode is going to be Captain Marvel, the comic book. Volume uh, one. Volume run. Uh, volume one. Call that. <laughs> Higher, further, faster, more. Uh, writer Kelly Sue DeConnick. And. Uh, the illustrator illustrator is uh, David Lopez. David Lopez. Yeah. Um, if you are new to the show, thank you for watching. Uh, of course, you can listen to it. I meant to say thanks for listening on Apple Podcasts. We'll Buried the lead there a little bit. Uh, and if you uh, are a veteran, we are now in video. Mm-hmm. So you can head on over to your local YouTube channel. <laughs> I look good <laughs> on, on video. Nerd on TV. Yeah. 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 YouTube.com slash with the exception of Corey Powers, of course, one Corey Powers. Yeah. He is a way. He has a face of, for podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So we don't put him on the air. Yeah. Or on video. Really. <laughs> He's in the corner back, back over like there. my mom. Off, <laughs> off stage left there. Yeah, uh, no, he, he's, uh, he's in North California right now, remote, uh, remoting in. I'm actually mm-hmm. in uh, Washington. Oh, so you were northern. really close, but close. yeah. 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 Uh, uh, but before you get too friend, far into I it, am. before you get too, too far into it, I am Corey. Mm-hmm. I am Caitlin. I'm Tom. Ollie. And I am Josh, and this episode is brought to you in part by our patrons over on Patreon. Um, you guys allow us, our patrons, that is what I mean by you guys, yep, yep. allow us to keep doing this show and to keep growing and to keep expanding and all that good stuff. That's the reason you can see us right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just keep getting higher. Further, faster, more. No. Oh, um, it's like the thing. It's like the thing. Um, but yeah, if you are new to Patreon, Patreon is essentially like a membership service. You subscribe to your favorite creators, say, I don't know, Nerd Us. On. I don't know. And uh, what you get in for it as uh, rewards is you get bonus content. You get uh, Discord server access where you mm-hmm. can talk to us and other fans. You Unlimited get- access to us. Um, <laughs> they, need <laughs> a mo- they need like a We're monster truck. Unlimited. Some boundaries, but- Yeah, some, 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 most part. some, yeah. some yeah. Sure for me. Sure. Not for me. <laughs> um, you even get a little bit of a say of how we record our episodes or when we record it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you can head on over to patreon.com backslash nerd on TV and you can get all the, all the yeah. information over there. Cool. So, uh, yeah. So um, now, um, Tom, can I ask you a question? Is this a no. uh, contained piece? Uh, this is volume one of Marvel now. And so with Marvel now, Marvel's big statement over to DC is we don't do full line reboots. DC is known for uh, final crisis, infinite crisis, new 52 and rebirth. And those are their re, 
uh, ret- those retcons. Reset yeah. buttons. Yeah. And Marvel doesn't, they say that we don't do that. What they do is they do these little one volumes and they're like, here's everything you need to know jam-packed in a story that kind of gets you like, this is how you should start. And so like, I may not know everything about Carol Danvers, but I know what's her business. I know mm-hmm. how she is as a right. character and why I should read it. Um, so to answer your question, uh, the non-political way, uh, yes, this is a contained story, but it has further on, uh, adventures. This is a yeah. six okay. issue run. Mm. By, so what do uh, we do Decon- with contained stories then that with are con- con- quote unquote finished? With contained story, we get to, uh, rate it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, one out of five, uh, based on, uh, how good or how much we liked it with our qualms and favorite characters, X, Y, and Z. Uh, if it's someone like, uh, Caitlin who uh, tends to like the book. Which I, I do. And uh, if it's, uh, she'll rate it like five. If it's Josh, and he reads a lot more like Image and DC Vertigo. Yeah. Um, he might be like, you know, I could use a little bit more black and white and, you know, a little bit more monologues for my characters. Yeah. Uh, he might rate it like a 4.9. Yeah. <laughs> but still makes him the grump of the week. Wow. Even yeah, though- I was going to say, since we have a rating system, that allows us to guess, guess that, that, that Grump. You look like a rat. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, for everyone that's uh, at home listening or watching uh, that's new to the show, Guess That Grump is a segment where uh, we are rating it. Um, uh, one out of five. Uh, but beforehand, before at the end when we actually throw our ratings, we get to guess who do we think is going to have the lowest rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so please join along. Write it in the comments and blah, blah, slip inside the DMs. Who do you, you think, think the grump's going to be? Yeah. What's Write your, down on a piece of paper. What's your rating for it? And then, you know, it exists on the internet. Uh, <laughs> so I will, uh, I always explain. So I will uh, 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 choose who will be my vote for the lowest rate. And I think... That is going to be Corey. (gasps) Every time you pick Corey for anything, I feel like it's some sort of cheating thing because you and Corey are like. Oh, it's like because I cheat on him all the time. Wow. (laughs) You know Uh, what I'm doing. Yeah, I know. I do. I know exactly what you're doing. Uh, He can't even see it and he knows. I am going to. You know what? I'm going to guess Tom. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. I know. Dramatic um, squirrel. I think it's going to be <laughs> but the Corey. The makeup sex is great. Corey. Joshua yeah, Corey as well. Corey. Okay. Okay. Ali. I'm gonna go Caitlin. <gasps> dun 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Hmm. So two on Corey, one on Caitlin, one on Tom, one on Tom. Fuck. I'm gonna say. One more on Tom. Uh, two on Tom, two on Corey. Two on Corey, one on Caitlin. All right. Mm-hmm. Throwing the C to the winds. Mm-hmm. So Josh yeah. and Ollie no go safe first. Choices here. You heard it here, folks, first, folks. You wow. Heard first, <laughs> first. It wasn't in English, but you heard it first. So uh, after uh, Guess That Grump, we're going to go to our complete spoiler of that, mm-hmm. our initial reactions. It's the logical next step. 100%. Spoil <laughs> what we just did. It's like, pretty much, what'd, what'd you think? You read it? What'd you think? What'd you uh, think? Um, pour moi. Uh, no. Poor, poor, poor. For me? No. Poor, <laughs> for Corey? Poor Vu. Corey. Poor Vu, Corey. Uh, uh yeah. What would so you think? This is actually my first, uh, like, solo, uh, Captain Marvel comic I've read. I have read things with her in it plenty of times, but, uh, this would be my first one. Uh, I think this was a great story, a really great, uh, introduction to the character for, People like me who are kind of familiar but don't really know 
what she's about outside of like the team ups. Not um, not uncultured, but just not initiated. Right. Yes, correct. Um, I think it's a really great jumping off point for anyone who kind of wants to get into comics as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot you need to know about really going in except for like who Iron Man is. And if unless you haven't heard anything about Marvel in the last 10 years. Then, uh, unless you've turned off your TV for the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, Which is possible. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a really, really well told story. Something. Really well told story, really coherent. Uh, and it really gave me an idea of who the character was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tom? Myself. Uh, poor, poor me. Poor moi. Um, I've read some Carol Danvers stories. So, I mean, like, I've, I think I haven't read anything like that really surrounded around her other than like Civil War II, which is uh, not the best compared to the original Civil War. Um, but I, I knew Carol Danvers mainly as, statement. Yeah, <laughs> mainly as Miss Marvel. Um, yeah. who gave yeah. who couldn't sell a fucking comic book to save her a fucking life, and that's why she got thrown into a lot of X Men comic books. And then Rogue took her powers, and then she went to comatose. And then they were like, "Ah, we're just gonna put her in the background because we don't know how to write her." And then they made this, and now she's fucking awesome, and now she's Brie Larson's. Uh, so I read this, and I liked it. It, it to me, it's the thing about volume ones of or, or one out of six so issues, three. Yes. For everybody at home, there, yeah. are three there are three of this particular. Yeah, and so with this all-contained story, it's very it's very first act in the sense of like, here it is, here's the story, here we, we go, we're in space, and it's like okay, cool, and like it's fun, it's enjoyable, um, in a you know for better for worse, and I think Ollie will say for better. It reminds me very much of like a of a, any type of like Phase One Marvel One movie. Right? 100%. And it's very much like, cool, I had a good time. It was worth my well, $8 or so on. I'll challenge that a little Captain bit. Well, let me, I will too. Let me say the last thing, right? It's like, here it is, right? But at the end, I'm kind of like, oh, I want to see... I want to see the sequel. I want to see what's going to happen after. Mm -hmm. A little bit like that. Because like this one just kind of really gives you the sense of the character, but not much of the world that goes around outside of it. Did you read volume two? I would say. Because it's very um, much about Flurkins. I know. It says Return. Anyway. Sorry. (laughs) The whole cover, I think, is just them. Anyway. Um, To me, I would say it feels like a phase two movie Mm. in the sense that you have. So not great. (laughs) Yeah, not three. Um, In the sense that you have established characters. That you're very excited to see okay. on screen returning. Um, to me, I had a lot of fun with this book. Uh, it it reminded me of the MCU. It's the closest comic that I've read that f- feels the closest to the MCU as far as like tone and as far as like the way the characters were presented and some of the jokes and the humor. Uh, I think paralleled that really well, especially when the Guardians come into picture. Um or in country. I or, or, felt yeah, the same thing. Co- come in country. Uh, so that, that part I really liked. I mean, even to the point where I was like, I, I was starting to sing the uh, the Avengers theme in the back of my head. Uh, so that was going on. Um, I loved everyone in there. And I liked getting a good sense of uh, Carol Danvers, um, not just from a, like a strictly plot perspective, but from a character perspective of like, let's set up. Who this character is, what she's about, where um, she live, who she dating, where she live, who she's dating, um, and then more just about herself, like like the the struggles that she's going on with his character, and how that translates to what happens in the in the following events. I, I like how a lot of her inner monologues are not like, "How do I save these people?" It's more like, "What would a good person do?" Mm-hmm. And those are like. It's it's fucking cliche. It's like the three hundred line. What must a king do? You must ask yourself, what does a good man do? 
Yeah. Uh, Josh. I like the book. Well. Um, well, no, I, um, again, I'm, I am like Corey. I, um, I have experienced Captain Marvel, but not to where it's all Captain Marvel all the time. Um, she was just a character in some of the comic books that I've read. And, um, this was an interesting experience for me because of that past experience because mm -hmm. you get to get in this current experience in this current experience and, and in this life experience and then you realize time is just an illusion no um Fair. oh jesus <laughs> it's, wow. it's not an illusion it's a construct it's a construct welcome um, to quantum cast the thing about when when a character has their own story you get to learn about the character instead mm -hmm. of them just being a side character you're yeah. like oh their personality their blah 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 this i was almost thrown aback um, but from what I understand, Dakana kind of changed the character a little bit, revamped her a little bit to make her a little bit more spicy, so to speak. She's got Muto more spicy. Yeah, spicy. <laughs> yeah, spicy is it's a good way to put it. More um, caliente. She's got some sass, which I liked. I I got a few pages in and I was like, this is not the Captain Marvel that I knew. But I'm totally okay Hashtag with it. Hashtag not my Captain Marvel that I knew with the time experience of the time. Yeah. Time is a construct. Hashtag. Um, I almost said hashtag not sponsored by time. No. <laughs> not sponsored by time. Yet. 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 Um, or then. then. Or oh. now. When? when? Um, I really. But again, I, I really enjoyed this because it was it was a new take. It was like, oh, cool. It's something different. And I really it's a enjoyed of it. fresh air. Yeah. Of the wild. Yeah. Caitlin? So. She didn't. No, she did. I read this without knowing anything about Captain Marvel, other than the little star and shapey thing and showed blonde. up in the movie at the with... end. And the yeah. trailer. And that, I mean, blonde. that's it. Yeah. That's all I really knew was like the, the end of the movie when there's a beeper. Yeah. And this is a beeper. The, oh, the a beeper. End of Infinity War. Yeah. Okay. This is a beeper. And then I knew beeper. about the. The trailer that we watched, and that is all I knew. Okay. So I read this be completely blind. To, no, I didn't want to read anything else because I wanted to read it. If this is supposed to be a good introduction, I wanted to have the perspective of someone who yeah. this is my real introduction. I mean, you're gonna go see the movie next week, so yeah. So this is, it's good to know. We read this in preparation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So so the first time I read it, I was like, who the fuck is this? What? Why is she? Did she? She? Okay, she got zapped. But who the fuck is Tracy? Why is Kit here? What's going on? Like, there was. So I it mean, throws you in. The, yeah, it throws you in. It, it didn't feel completely foreign like it still kind of had that it, it did it in such a way where you feel cozy like you're in that scenario yeah and and i wasn't so like left field i felt like i was in a, the the acquaintance friend that got brought to a party where i don't know anybody but the friend is doing their best to like introduce me to everybody nice. so i have yeah. just enough surface level introduction to everybody where i'm like okay i feel kind of okay being here right now <laughs> nice yeah. okay um, well it's that it's that's a that's a this is a good and bad spot at the same time. I guess that comes from Marvel not hitting a reset. There's the like double-edged mm -hmm. sword, right? Yeah. So like yeah. with DC, there is that feeling that when they re reset everything, you're like, well, why did I read those stories then? Yeah. If they have, if they're just going to reset them. So Marvel continuing that, that's it's it's rewarding fans, but then it does make it slightly harder for newer people to kind of jump in. Well, um, so I, have, they have they find that medium somehow. Yeah. I feel like, and and. Part of the fun thing uh, about reading it the first time was 
to me, comic books are like a spider's web and every juncture of the web, like when you read one comic book, you're, you're seeing like the different, the different aspects that kind of keep that juncture there. So like in this, you have Iron Man and you had Guardians of the Galaxy and you had these other things that were keeping this juncture together. So it was like making more sense to me as it mm-hmm. went on. It felt fitted. It felt yeah. fitted because, and it was nice. Those were like, the latter half was much more fun for me because I got to go, oh, I understood that reference. Like <laughs> Captain America. Just like Captain America. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I was going to say like, I, you know, to add to your ideology of like the web, I would also try to think of it like a, a Jackson Pollock painting. Mm. or a bunch of splats of paint of different colors of paint because some of them don't connect and then some of them do connect. Right. And then also some dots are just by itself and then some dots are like fucking everywhere. Yeah. And you're like, uh, what? Because it, because of that web, it kind of like gives a promise of like everything's going to be connected. Right. When, when it's totally Comic books not. can never promise that. Yeah. They will never right. promise that. There are reasons why the fucking reboot happened. But anyways, <laughs> um, no, that's cool. So uh, yeah, it, it was a good initial, a good initial reaction. Um, with that Good. initial reaction, uh, we'll do a brief synopsizing, which, uh, for everyone at home's first time hearing that synopsis of <laughs> the story. In case you went, what the fuck did he just say? And, uh, <laughs> some of the backstory of the character, as well as the historical reverence of, uh, the, the comic book. So, uh, we start six weeks ahead or our current time is six weeks ahead of where we're actually going to start reading, uh, the story. And Carol Danvers is with a ragtag group of aliens trying to find someone that, uh, they're, that they're looking for from another alien planet. And then she gets caught by someone from the Spartax Empire, and that's all we see. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? That's how you should feel. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll say six weeks earlier, it's on Earth, um, and she's flying around with Rhodey, who's in the Iron Patriot suit, um, which we all fucking hated in Iron Man 3, um, because I they didn't. just misle- <laughs> they misused that shit so bad. Anyways, uh, it's cool to see it. Anyways, um, and we find out that they have like a relationship, and Iron Man's like, hey, I think there should be an Avenger that goes to space with the Guardians of the Galaxy. There should be a rotation of Avengers that works alongside Sh- uh, S.W.O.R.D. Um, S.H.I.E.L.D. is like the on earth defense with uh enhanced people and superpowered people metahuman is a dc thing so enhanced peoples and superpowered people and sword is like space we're like the satellite that defends against out otherworldly things yeah and then iron man's like i think the best pilot is roadie and she's like oh fuck no and then she yeah. tells roadie oh hell no she tells roadie at this like little birthday thing at a air uh Air Force hangar, which obviously they would both be pilots. They'd both hang out there. And she says, I need to go fly. I need to go do that thing. And he's like a loving ass boyfriend is like, do what you got to do, boo. He's like, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. Yeah. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to that episode. Um, and so she goes off and starts, uh, she flies on this uh, uh, jet uh, with an AI that she ends up making um, friends with Harrison. Or something Harrison. Like Harrison. Harrison. And her and, cat, Chewie. And her cat. And uh, she meets the Guardians of the Galaxy. Hilarity ensues because Rock, Rock <laughs> Raccoon wants to kill the cat because he thinks it's a flurkin. kill her flurkin cat. Flurkin yep. cat. Um, and she's like, it's just a regular cat. He's like, no, that's a flurkin. That's what they want you to think. Hilarity ensues. Uh, they land up on the planet that she's supposed to finally be. Oh, no. She finds all these favorite plot device. A girl in a fucking box. And um, <laughs> why is it my favorite plot? It's device? your favorite. Outlaw Star. <laughs> I Firefly. This. 
favorite plot point ever. Wow. <laughs> I just compared You have together. a valid point. <laughs> you know? There's the evidence. Um, and then she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I got to kill you guys. But also, my planet's dying. And it's like, okay, let's go save her. She's a little girl. And so they go to the planet, and they see all these people starving and all that shit. And it's like, they're I know. sick. Yeah, they, they're like all mad. They're like, oh, it's an Avenger. You guys helped Spartax when the builders were destroying planets and shit like that. It's like, we helped Spartax. Get your flirking ass out of here. Who, Jason. Jason of Spartan Jason. is I I was totally Jason. Jason. I just kept saying Jason. Yeah, it is it's definitely Jason. Um, is Star Lord's father, not Ego Kurt Russell. Ooh. It's Jason. And so everyone's like, Blah, MCU. I'm like, okay, run. just relax. It's their run. Fucking relax. It's still telling a good story. So Jason, who is an asshole of the Spartax Empire, is just pretty much like, we got to evacuate all these sick-ass people off the planet uh, for reasons. And Even though he for, just moved them there. Yeah. Reasons. And then the Empress, a.k.a. Ma'am, is just like, uh, I don't know. Our people want to stay here. Uh, I do want to make the move, but I don't know what the fuck yeah. to do. They but have, they're also asking them to leave their sick behind. Yes. And then yeah. Carol Danvers is like, I can help. And it's like, you're you're an outsider. You That's don't belong exactly here. the voice that I thought that she have. Yeah, yeah. They have this court, and then uh, one sect of an alien race is like, "Hey, look, our suits help us stay alive, and also help your sick people. We'll just stay." Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, tap, tap, foreshadow. And um, later on, they're uh, trying to find any way to build jets and ships off uh, to get people evacuated off the planet. They end up having yeah. to uh, chase off people, go into other planets, and that's where we end up on where we first started out six weeks ago. Um, we end up finding out that there's a big plot that the Spartax army found uh, a vibranium mine inside the planet that these uh, aliens are now dying on because they have vibranium poisoning. They're mining and, it in an old-fashioned way that doesn't protect anyone. Yeah, it's yeah. so fast and it's killing everybody. And the aliens who are in the suits who are willing to stay there for a long time were the ones that were doing it. And the the is it the Spartax that yeah. Jason leads? Mm-hmm. They want to line their ships with that. Vibranium. Making them indestructible. Yeah. They want to make that, get this man a shield. Shit. You know, like they want to do that shit. Um, To a ship. Yeah. Um, To a fleet. And it's because it's all of the remnants. Flurkin fleet. uh, Because they're. Flurkin fleet. The Spartax uh, fleet was uh, pretty much depleted after the Builders War. And the Builders was a big, uh, like, cross, you know, uh, multi cross uh, event that happened on the complex. And that's what kind of started the Marvel now. Uh, thing. Um, it ends up where everyone finds out what the fucking plot is. Like, oh my god, they're trying to, you know, evacuate everyone so they could mine everyone correctly, but the Spartax really don't give a shit about people. And then the Empress is like, yo, I gotta stand up for my people. And then she tells uh, Captain Marvel's like, if you're gonna stay, pretty much, you know, uh, read between the lines, if you're gonna stay, you're not gonna be an Avenger, you're not gonna be this, you're gonna be Captain Marvel. And yeah. so Captain Marvel fights him off, everyone gets together, they fight off the Spartax Empire, and Jason has to leave. Yeah. Team Rocket blast off away because yeah. Captain Marvel blows up the mind. <laughs> yes, um, and it ends with uh, Captain Marvel leaving, uh, uh, being a hero, and everyone loves her. And uh, ends off to her later space voyages where no man has gone before. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah, woman's well about to. Yeah, um, but yeah. So where the historical context of this comic book takes place, I would say it's very much in the middle. This came out like in early two thousands. Okay, like two. On your sheet of the notes that yes. you have made, 10 8 2014. Yes, is 2014. That true? 2014. I was like, well, there's so, a, there's not, a not the early 2000s. So, like, the early 2010 <laughs> is. Yeah. Yeah. So close. So yeah. All out. Of the 2000s centuries. Well, the funny thing is, like, I think of it like uh, if I was still in college, then it's a little early. But actually, yeah. this is right about the time I moved to LA. 
Wow. Um, wow. So it came out a little around the time, like, so Civil War came out, like, very early on before this point. Um, so at least, like, several the years comic before. Book Civil, Civil War? War, yeah. Okay. Um, and Miss Marvel, it was just Carol Danvers was, like, Captain Marvel's sidekick, a.k.a. Jude Law. And um, pretty much just like the page that shows in the fucking comic book of like there's a Kree machine and gets her DNA and all that shit. And also she becomes Miss Marvel, like a, pretty much still a sidekick. And then Captain Marvel actually dies of cancer. And because in Marvel, the one thing you can't cure is fucking cancer. You hmm. can if someone explodes, if someone gets beheaded, you can save them. Cancer. No, no. They die. They okay. dead. All right. D.E.D. Dead. Um, Not even so- Deadpool can escape cancer. Nope. Um, true. which is true. And, uh, so later on, like, again, she was in a bunch of X-Men movies, uh, X-Men comic books, couldn't fucking sell a comic Thought book. you were going to say Eczema movies. Eczema movies. Like, yeah. Um, but then later on, <laughs> after the events of Civil War One, where she was like Iron Man's actually second lieutenant, um, like she became Captain Marvel. And then hmm. she started getting reworked as her own character and not living under the shadow of Marvel, which is why it's called yeah. Captain Marvel. Didn't Mar-Vell. she, wasn't she Miss Marvel as kind of a homage to? Yeah. Yeah. Homage, homage. Homage, whatever. Close. Um, I'm going to do fromage. And uh, this comic book was during Marvel Now, right? And so this was kind of like, hey, everyone, we're going to start all the numbers all over again. And it's not a a line-wide reboot. So all the characters aren't going to start from scratch, but all the numbers are going to start at one. So comic book people were like, okay, it's number one. I should be able to pick this up and not have any type of baggage with it. New readers were like, oh, it's number one. Uh, It's probably going to be like beginning, middle, and end, and I'll be able to pick. No, fucking not like that. But as we've read and we can see, like, this is a pretty much like, here's everything you need to know in the first, like, ten pages. And then there you go. And then it's a new story, yeah. Yeah. Um, and not, there is a not to confuse anyone. There is a new Miss Marvel. Yeah, uh, Kam- yes. Kamala, Kamala Khan. Khan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamala Khan with the black Muslim and the little lightning. Mm-hmm. She's a lightning she's, yeah. she's a brown girl, and her she could like shape shift her body. She's fucking really dope. And the thing I really like about her character is that like she looks up to Captain Marvel. Is like, oh my god, I want to be like a Miss Marvel. It's like just be Miss Marvel. And that was really like a really empower empowering thing. And that's a really cool thing that they did with Marvel now as well as uh, Marvel 2.0 was that they got a lot of women writers in there to write all their fucking like women superheroes and all of them just really adopted this ideology of like fucking be a hero not because you have a sad tragic backstory but be a hero because you want to be a hero because you're yeah. a badass yeah and so like we saw with this and other comic books like Gwen, uh spider gwen squirrel mm-hmm. girl kamala mm-hmm. khan all these different uh, female heroes started coming out and actually like leading their own comic books for a while and like captain marvel this having her own issue for a long time is a big deal because yeah, like yeah. a lot of people got canceled after like six issues yeah. So, um, um, and now we're getting so into movies. Yeah. Was uh, this what does that bring us to? By the way, well done, Tom. Thank that you. was a lot Good of job. information. Good job. Was this uh, around the time when they announced the movie? Fuck no. Was it before or after? 2014. Yeah, but when did they announce the movie? I don't know. I remember. The movie? They announced it like... Uh, uh, 2017. Like Civil like civil War. Yeah. Like that was like 2017. Yeah, you're right, Corey. About 2017. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. It feels like it was longer no. ago. No. No. They were like, oh, we might have this, and we don't know who the fuck we're going to have. And then I think after Kong Skull Island came out, they are like, it's going to be Brie Larson. Oh, no, but I meant the, just the fact that the movie's being made. Yeah. It was like pretty it was, re- it was pretty recently. It was that one event that they had where they announced all the movies. So I feel like it was a while ago. No, it that was, might have been early 2015. I know what you're talking no, about. It, yeah. it ended with Avengers Infinity War. I remember it was around the time that this came out. That, that, go- that event that you're talking about is yeah. when they introduced Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. No, I'm talking about a different event then. 
Then, oh, no, wait, maybe, maybe you're right. It, I'm 100% you're right. right. 100% That's the right. only time yes. they announced it. And they were like, hey, look, there's an in, in, Inhumans movie. Like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And then it's like, actually, it's announced a show. October of 2014. There you go. The movie? Yeah, the development began in 2013, but officially announced in 2014. They didn't cast or start. Uh, Larson wasn't announced until late 2016 at Comic Con. Yeah, that that part I I know was later. Yeah, but, I think it's kind of like and no directors were the, announced till the 2017. The reason I bring it up was because do you think that the hype of the movie, the movie's inevitability, what kept us alive at all? Well, and as our audience may know, um, Iron Man one, Robert Downey Jr. fucking mm-hmm. John Favreau is the reason why Marvel like. Right exists exactly because like the entire marvel company and all comic books were fucking bankrupt Mm -hmm. other than dc because they sold all their rights to wb which was a fucking smart ass move um because Um, all their money was all there but um to answer your question once they i think once avengers one came out everything was on the table yeah they're like it's a scramble to get all our rights back and then to make as many moves as possible so we can get our keep our rights Mm -hmm. i was gonna say i don't know if the announcement affected this directly but marvel as a whole being as big as it did for sure did a lot of people were asking for it yeah Yeah, um and i think what the funny thing is kind of asking the question is like what do they ask for more a captain marvel movie or a black widow movie well that i mean that i remember reading that they they wanted to make a strong female led um marvel movie and i I mean you have a handful of them that that you can choose from and this was one that they they went towards i think it's a because it's a new character yeah not something that they've already seen on screen so it's more excitement potentially um and then two i think it's because it opens up um the cosmic universe in in such a grand fashion yeah the well i mean the guardians did that in grand fashion but it gets to but this can expand on that right it can expand the universe Exactly. Some well. Might say. well, the funny thing is, like, <laughs> the Guardians, other than Rocket, aren't, and, like, they don't show a lot of exhibition of knowledge of, like, the universe and shit like that, which is a little weird. Even Gamora, like, her, a lot of her lines are like, I'm just cool fucking Raphael Shredder, dude. Yeah. It's like, all right, Gamora, we get it. Um, and, and fuck, but, like, with Carol Danvers, it's like, oh, she has been in the universe for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what I really look forward to her bringing that in. Um, it's kind of like how Suri was like, why don't you just connect them? Uh, or why don't you just do these connectively? Like when she was telling, yeah, Ma- uh, yeah, Bruce Branner of like, you're a fucking idiot. It's like, I love the idea that there's always going to be someone smarter and more in knowledge about. Well, I like that. It's a period universe. piece too. Cause it's like, you could fill in that time in between regardless of what happens yeah. in like Endgame or, or even the Captain Marvel movie, it's, you know, it's, you have like a chunk of time that if you really wanted to, you could dive into those movies. But anyways, yeah. that's, anyways, yeah. that's a, um, a whole nother. I mean, but here's the thing. Here's why this conversation is kind of appropriate is that they're, what I have read is that they are basing it on this. Brie Larson's like character on, on this. Brie Larson's character on this. Feels like like, you have some knowledge has about that. said mm-hmm. that it's based on DeConnick's version. And you know, what's what's interesting because I reading into it is that, uh, I want to be specific because she likes her full name being used. Mm-hmm. Kelly Sue DeConnick. Um, Don't you she forget. She uses it. middle name because she wants people to know absolutely that is a, it is a female writer. Mm-hmm. Um, she got a lot of shit for this before it even was published. Hmm. Like because Tell it. people Tell were it. calling her an angry feminist. Oh, God. And they were like, that's not, that's not Captain Marvel. That's not Carol Danvers and all this kind of stuff. And she just wanted to have strong women and like that's how you win a conversation and later on that they're an angry feminist oh yeah yeah, that's always works and uh later on she was like i mean of course i'm like paraphrasing but she's kind of like fine fuck it 
You want angry feminists? You haven't even seen my final form. You want angry <laughs> feminists? She starts writing her own comic called um, Bitch Planet Bitch Planet. Bitch Planet. And basically, it's like all of the um, women, the the women that don't follow suit to society's. Well. Expectations are sent to another planet, well. and all the artwork is like pulpy '70s, like black exploitation look, and yeah. so it looks fucking dope. Um, I would like to have her on the show sometime. So anyone, we'll yeah. we'll Kelly Sue, DeConnick, us. Kelly Sue, Kelly Sue DeConnick, Kelly Sue DeConnick, Kelly Sue DeConnick. So anyway, volume one. So well, real quick, obviously publisher Marvel, um, Kelly Sue DeConnick, um, who is currently writing uh, Ghost for Dark Horse Comics. Um, but yeah, has been pretty much writing the series for Captain Marvel and Avengers Assemble um, for a while. And David Lopez, who is the full-on illustrator. So not only did he pencil and ink, he did both. Hmm. Both. That's B-O-F-E. Yes. Wow. Both. Um, and has been known to do a long, uh, longer runs on Catwoman and all new Wolverine. And all new Wolverine, for anyone that doesn't know, is uh, X twenty three. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. the girl, the girl lady with the <laughs> yeah. the claws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't so say does like that, that bring us to favorite parts? <laughs> that does bring us to. I know mine parts. absolutely. Wow. Do you okay. Were so for Josh I just because I, and I have to read it just because it was just so perfect. Her line. I just, it is my favorite. I read that. I stopped. I went back and I read it again because it was just so fucking badass. And she, uh, Captain Marvel is basically talking to Jason's hologram and she says, leave now or I will find the other side of that projection. And if I live to be a hundred, I will never come to grips with what I do to you next. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Shakespearean. I'm going to fuck you up He's to the a, point that I won't ever be able to get over what I do to you. And I'm like, damn, 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 damn. She's, she's what damn. the, the layman's call bad mamma jam. She's a bad mamma jamma. <laughs> and yeah. I, well, sassy. I mean, I, I like the Spicy. whole, I like the whole book, but that, that moment I was like, fuck yes. Fuck yes. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty that was, that was, that was pretty fucking cool. It's a like terrifying I, thing to say. When I someone. read that, yeah. I didn't quite understand it at first. So I was like, wait, what'd she say? And then I reread it just... and I was like, ooh, hello. <laughs> she gonna fuck him up. She gonna fuck him up. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh Caitlin? Uh one of my favorite parts uh was um Tony Stark and her talking while beating up the studio. Well, no, I just like the casualness of like Spider-Man Homecoming. I beating, uh, I loved that. Beating the, way, the dudes up and and just like having a conversation, and even there being like, "Excuse me, are you really talking right now?" And they're like, "Shush, shush, the adults are speaking." Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just love the such casual- small time to what they've fought. Yeah, it's like a comparison. flea. Well, the cool thing is what this does. A lot of comic book writers use this mechanism of like two superheroes fighting like fucking randos, like uh-huh. C-list villains um, to establish like they know each other. They've been knowing like the, this, this fleshed out team up has happened this before. This is normal. This is their power level. They know levels. how to work together. They know how to work together and also gets gets you a little bit caught up to speed of like, oh, this is where they're at in the relationship. It's kind of like if Batman and like Tim Drake is fighting together, like, oh, okay, so Jason's already dead and we know Nightwing's already there. So like yeah. it, it infers five different things already have happened. Yeah. So like, okay, Civil War's already happened. Aaron Patriots. Say, okay, so that mean, yeah, that means Norman Osborn already Maybe. became okay. I think that's Maybe another like I, I wasn't necessarily aware of that yeah. when it was happening, but I was like, oh, this is a nice little conversation. It's actually like me 
that point, that click point where I'm starting to be like, oh, I kind of get what's going on now. Well, so that's probably another reason why I was like, oh, I like this. Well, I mean, like for someone like quote unquote me, right, who's like read all the comic books, it's kind of like, okay, I know where this takes place in time frame. But then for someone that's never read anything, it's like, okay, cool, they're friends, they know each other, they're on yeah. the same side, they yeah, don't yeah, fucking yeah. hate each other. Yeah. Like you wouldn't see this with like Punisher and Iron Man. They're like, uh, they don't hang out. No, no, they don't fucking hang out. <laughs> Fair. Uh, another favorite part, although it's kind of silly, I guess. Um, was when they were like, <laughs> it's vibranium. I was like, oh, I know the that thing one. From the movie. <laughs> I know I that reference. I get it. I can understand what's happening now. I felt really dumb, but yeah, that was, <laughs> that was great. Stripped away. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Black Panther. Tom's helping. Um, Corey, what is your favorite part? Flirking. Cat. cat, the cat part with rocket. I, I've used for well, the last like last like two weeks. I've used nothing but flirkin. As an <laughs> in, 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 yeah, yeah. It's it's my favorite. My wife and I have just. Uh, uh, I read that to her the other day, and now I just refer to my cats as my flirkin cats. Nice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that I mean that seeing the guardians was fun. Rocket's always a lot of fun. Um, I liked whenever she. Uh, I mean, I love how her her mask looks. Uh, yeah, her mask is really cool. That it does form. Uh, it, in, yeah, on, it does form. On. You could see it. Uh, I'm going to call it swishing on and swishing off. Yep. Swoosh. Swoosh. Um, hawk on, hawk off. Yeah. We had very and, different uh, interpretation of what that sounds like. One of my favorite uh, favorite parts, for some reason, that made me audibly laugh was Gil punching her every every other side. Oh, other no frame. mistake then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, exactly. Oh, no mistake then. Boom. <laughs> like, I, it audibly made me laugh out loud. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I think uh, she's just badass as shit. Like, I, I don't even think this comic completely encapsulates her power. Not at uh, all. Yeah. No, she's a, I wanted she, to see, she, yeah, which that was a, a, a part of it I was kind of surprised by, um, that it that I would say that this is more of a Carol Danvers comic than a yeah. Captain America, Captain Marvel comic. Yeah. Uh, in that I sense that. of like, you see her powers, it's all there, but it's like, it's not what the book's about. It's not what... And I will add on to that because... The first time I read it, I had no idea what she could do. Yeah. So really when like, things would happen, I'm like, wait, wait, what can, what can she do? She's what can not she, really what is she capable of? Like, uh, yeah. So that, it was it was interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she can access this form. It's called the binary. And mm-hmm. so, like, she literally accesses like cosmic power, like enough power to defeat like Galactus and like make Thanos. The cloud. Like, no. No. Uh, the angry cloud. Make Thanos look angry like a little cloud. bitch, right? Yeah. Um, like real comic book Thanos. Like the movie Thanos is fucking weak as shit compared to comic book Thanos. Josh, yeah. back me up. <laughs> Purple yeah. thumb, angry cloud. Um. Anyways, and uh, yeah, like she doesn't do that in this comic book, which I think is cool because, like, to me, there's a lot of ways, and I'm gonna say this, wearing the shirt, DC Reaper shirt. There's a lot of ways this could end up be like a bad D- new Fifty Two Superman comic book, where a lot of the times what because, happens. Yeah. And when a lot of times that happened in Superman New 52 comic books was just like, look how fucking strong he is. Like one of the first panels, like you've been bench pressing the entire earth for 28 days. It's like, why? I don't fucking give a shit. But also he would destroy the universe with a flick of his finger. Right. Like, but like all sense, like they do that to establish like, okay, this is how strong he is, but also, but he can't be at two places at the same time. 
right? This one here just very much kind of like you don't get to see his upper limit of or of upper limit of her strength, but you just get to see where her mind's at and how she responds to those things. Yeah. Right. Because and explaining how much power she hit that vibranium with and stuff. Yeah, because out of nowhere she could have just went binary and she's like, I'm just gonna destroy the entire Spartax fleet. And it's like, yeah, why don't you just fucking do that? But then that's like plot, right? Yeah, yeah. Just get buying time. Yeah. So it's like it's like plot um, shit. Where it's like, well, let's just fucking have the story. Yeah, and that's that's. I think those. The, I'm okay with those things where it's mm-hmm. like, well, why don't? You, why isn't fucking uh, Adam Warlock here then? And it's like, okay, well, fucking relax, right? It's like, yeah. and that's what hap- has to happen with like these cosmic power beings who are like semi Omega level. It's like, well, why don't you just do that? A power. It's like, well. They don't want to kill everybody. Yeah, you gotta, and that's and that's where they were clever with writing, the line. In, yeah. writing in the plot to where it's like, okay, she's not trying to destroy the fleet; she's trying to buy time for them to mm-hmm. like destroy the mine or whatever. Yeah, and find their own independence. Yeah, you know, because like if she does fights their entire battle for them, then the Spartax will just come back. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, my uh, one of my favorite parts, um, I think it is. Possibly the intercut between um, the Empress and Spartax are talking, and then all the stuff that's going on with uh, uh, da- Carol Danvers on the planet. And then there's a final frame where uh, Jason of Spartax oh, is like, "It is my will." Yeah, the the Empress is like, "Why?" And then he's like, "Because it is my will." And it's like, like the thing is, like she he was like normal size to her. Like throughout the entire conversation, and then he just progressively got bigger, bigger and bigger and bigger. Turned to the fucking uh, Majora's Mask fucking moon size. It's like, oh god. <laughs> um, so that part I really liked because it made him like a really cool villain, like yeah. someone that I'm a little removed from because I don't get to see him at all. But also, it's like, oh, I know how much of a dick he is and how much he deserves his uppins. I also they they did a really good job of of kind of having this line throughout it of him being God. Yeah, and then I love a lot. Oh yeah, I love a a person who thinks they're God. Oh yeah, and then him getting squished like a bug at the end. It's fucking why and fucking three hundred. You know, like, I love the main villain. He's like, I am kind, so you must kneel to me. It's like that shit. It's like, I fucking love those kind of villains because yeah. it's like, I can't wait. Yes. I can't wait. <laughs> it's coming. Um, but I also liked one. up in some might yeah. say. When oh, yes. uh, Carol Danvers was like, oh, I can't be an Avenger and I can't save them. <gasps> but I am Captain Marvel. I am uh, a hero of Earth. And then she has this entire monologue. It's like, I am Carol Danvers of Earth and blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, I'm going to fight. And then she puts on the hawk on helmet yeah. and she fucking like goes after the fleet which is like it was it was the moment where it's like you hear the music swell it's like oh she's yep. gonna fucking go like go like, into like, like uh the panel you had pulled up bring where it she up again does a little a little heart flying thingy well it's uh it's it's the one panel where it shows her like it's all zoomed out but it shows her like flying into the fleet mm-hmm. yeah why it's, she uh, do that little weird circle zoom yeah because it looks like a thing. heart well no that's not why it's <laughs> not why but it, it could look like a- she was just she was just in one place and yeah. then like she's like Phew. but you can like hear because that that little flash yeah. looks like she's going mock speed yeah and then she's just like oh. going she's just booking it yeah. to the fleet but it's like a heart yeah he keeps saying that and he really wants to be at a heart and it's, it's not. a heart Let's go Tom with the heart thing. it's a heart to Tom it's a heart what just you, for what's, you what's your favorite part Oli? my favorite part was uh pretty pretty much in the beginning here and it it's, it. It made me realize that I'm going to really like this book. I'm trying to find it. Uh, uh, she's talking to Rhodey about having to go to space. And then she starts having an inner, inner monologue. Um, and you start to get an idea of, like, why she's going, like, why she chose to 
like be the one to go or whatever. Um, and there's this one panel that I really like. This one, I'll just read it real quick. Uh, there's an instant, a fraction of a second before the world catches hold. Oh, I guess you have to know the pretense of that. Have you ever seen a little girl run so fast she falls down? Uh, there's an mm-hmm. instant, a fraction of a second before the world catches hold of her again. A moment then she, a moment when she's outrun every doubt and fear she's ever had about herself, and she flies. Like that was like. Pretty powerful. And then she proceeds to fly off the planet. And then she proceeds to fly off the planet. (laughs) Uh, In that moment, every little girl flies. Um, I need to find that again. So you you can see that she's felt this at some point in her life. And she needs to feel it again to get her clarity as as a character. And so... To me, that was her like, and she even says like, I have to go find out who I'm supposed to be, who who I'm about, get some perspective. And then when I return back to Earth, I'll have a better sense of where I belong here, Um, which is oddly poetic for her for her character in in her history in comics, too. But well, yeah, I mean, uh, it is kind of like she has just to find her place because she I think for a long time. And the cool thing is that it relates a lot to how. um, Uh. Uh, Natalie Portman's character in Thor. Uh, anyways, Jane. Jane, Jane Foster, Foster. Jane Foster Thor. Like a lot of her first issues was like, what would Odin's son Thor do? What would Odin's son Thor do? And then a lot yeah. of her lessons were like, you're Thor now. What would you do? Mm-hmm. And then it's mirrored with your favorite part of the end. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, I'm Captain Marvel of oh. Earth. And so this, like, this makes me really excited for this character's story and why I'm so super stoked for the movie, um, and why I think she might be one of my favorite. Marvel characters. Um, but it's because of like, it's not about like, yeah. And not to get too deep into this topic, but like wonder woman, it's like female empowerment. I get that. It's great. This, like, I feel like it's more about just a human. Like she's a human. Her societal things happen to be that she's a woman and she has those problems or those uh, challenges ahead of her, but it's a human story. The, the cool, self-contained, the juxtapose between Captain Marvel and like Wonder Woman. I don't know. There's, I don't think there's ever really been like a debate between the two. No. Um, it's a little bit more like Storm and Wonder Woman, mainly because yeah, Wonder Woman I kind of that. portrays wisdom. Yeah. Um, because she has like the Amazonian, the gods, and all that stuff. She comes from a really rich history of Themyscira and all that shit. But Captain Marvel, which I think a lot of people are going to really latch on to, is a similar story of like Spider-Man, of like greatness being thrust upon her. Like she's thrown into a world that she c- can't possibly survive. I would in. say, um, I would say, I feel it's closer to Superman, but not not from a power standpoint. Obviously, there's power parallels there, but um, just from a standpoint of um, of like not knowing like why you're stronger or, or, or why that's important and having to discover, okay, well then what do I do with my powers? Not knowing where you came from, really not having that context. Um, he had the fortress of solitude, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> exe that he could just like learn everything. But, um, for me, I, I, in that same conversation, I always found the Superman is more of the immigrant story, especially the Jewish yeah. immigrant story into like a fucking Brooklyn okay, and yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And like with her, it's a little bit more of kind of like, I have this power and then what do I do with it in that same sense of what you're talking about? And it's like a little bit more of like, I want to be a hero yeah. versus like, it's like heroic things are thrust upon me. And that's a cool thing is that, and there is a big criticism that a lot of DC heroes have is like, I have to do the right thing and I don't know what to do and everything's so duplicitous, right? Mm-hmm. This, a lot of Marvel and a Marvel now stuff, a lot of the characters in that lightness and that tone that we're talking about with the MCU, they get praised and they should be of like, heroes want to be heroes. And there's there's a good thing about that, and like there shouldn't be like a oh you want to be a hero you're a fucking loser like fucking that's what all of uh, 
Kick-Ass is all about. It's about <laughs> yeah. people who want to be heroes. And yeah, so like yeah. this here is actually a superhero in a superhero world mm-hmm. and in the greater galaxy where like, yeah. and the cool thing is like in the Avengers 1, they kind of hinted on this. Earth is a place where villains go to die. And so now we're going to take a character and put him in space. So they don't have the fucking like belt or the fucking cage of like, I, oh, Thor will save me or Hulk will save me. It's like the event, like, no, you are one hero in the pantheon next to the fucking. The vastness of space. Yeah. The cosmic beings like eternity. Yeah. And the the living tribunal, like good fuck. Yeah. Good fucking luck. Yeah. And like the Nova force is like trying to fight off like things that you never even heard about. So it's like it's it's a really cool thing. That's mm. what I like about the cosmic universe in Marvel. Yeah, it's way it's way more fleshed out than DC's. Is it, it just fe- well, it feels in, in a weird way. It's like it's less and more approachable. It's like more approachable because it, it still feels human and grounded most most of the time, and then it feels farther away that it's like it's more grand and more like cosmic, it's more grandiose, and, and yeah. more grandiose. And so I I really dig that about the cosmic yeah. universe, especially if it becomes like a phase four like concentration yeah of theirs yeah That'd yeah cool i mean oh, fucking said that inhumans is not thing anyways but um that would bring us to favorite fa- favorite side, side characters, characters. Well, obviously it's captain marvel's captain our marvel. favorite character yeah yeah but favorite side characters Corey. yeah what's up favorite gil. side character sir gil he says gil gil okay gil loved gil that made me laugh out loud and i was like this guy <laughs> this guy gets me is he old white children? No, <laughs> no he's the he's the big <laughs> like half goat. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin. Hmm. Rhodey. Oh. Just because he's Iron Patriot. You went super side character. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I went super side character. No, just he was he's being a real good boyfriend. Yeah, like, he was. Yeah. He's really chill with his girlfriend going away for like a year mm. to go fight in space. Like that's yeah. cool of him. So supportive. He's so supportive. As, <laughs> as I always say, you never want a cock block knowledge. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Especially, when, especially when your girl wanna go to college. Um I I could never kind of really figure out how to say her name. But it was the Queen Elanide, 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 Queen no, Lady, Queen Lady, Queen lady. Um, say, uh, ma'am. There were some times Queen that I was like, I didn't like her, but like later on, she kind of re- she saved the cat, she saved the flirkin for me. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I liked, liked her, I liked her. Uh, cobra hood. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. so cool. Uh, yeah. 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 She, she got upset. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I see why you're in charge. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense. Ali Ali Stone Infinity Free. Mine is <laughs> what? Uh, mine's Rocket. Rocket uh, I I just was laughing the whole part, and I th- I thought it was. I don't know who came first, but um, I I saw like Bradley Cooper's voice was in my head the entire scene, and I was like, this is just gold, just with the flurkin scene. Written it, really well. Yeah. What did you guys think of you know for those who have never read like these Marvel comic books in the Guardians of the Galaxy? What did you guys think of how Groot looked like? Groot? Groot was like, well, why does he look so demonic? Yeah. yeah he looked it. very demonic, yeah. which I wasn't upset about, Groot, about. Is he actually comes from a planet of of like tree people who are super violent, like barbarian warlord type people. Damn. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> and I believe you, I read that. And yeah. everyone just thinks of the fucking little Teletubby looking thing. And they're like, oh, that's great. Doesn't he have like a really sordid, sad past? Yeah. He's got yeah. a super sad past. Because everybody else only... can talk and he can yeah. only say, it, I am Groot. In the current. Because of. In the no, current. I think he chooses to. He, no, it's, or, he, he could only say, I am Groot. He's, re- he's regressing. 
Well, yeah. In the current one right now, he can speak normal. Oh. But yeah, I think he still talks to himself in third person. Huh. So Interesting. He says normal sentences, but he's like, and Groot says this. It's like, yeah. okay, cool. Wow. So, but that'll fucking change. They did that shit with Bizarro and that shit changed. Because yeah. no one fucking likes it. Everyone likes the status quo. Everyone's like, don't it's change funny. my characters. Like, it's always funny whenever yeah, you Yeah, I think they, you they said I'm that Groot. he's like a, he's like technically like a monster and his people wanted to come to Earth to like get humans and, and, and study them and probe <laughs> them and stuff. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Make paper out of them. Wow. I haven't heard that alien story before. Yeah, uh, right. My, you guys, you did your rocket. Um, mine is fucking Spartax, Jason. Jason. The thing is, the reason why is because he, he's yeah, so, makes sense. he's so well done. And like, I haven't read volume two or volume three, but like from this, it's like, I would love to just see like the feud go on between them. Like she's going on doing her own thing, but then like Jason happens to show up and then who the final you? climax is like, she has to fight him. And Quick like, sub question for you. Who would I cast as him? Who would you cast as him? Uh, let me see his face one time. For some reason, John Hand's coming in my head. Oh, that'd be cool. Whoa, uh, Mark Strong. Mark Strong would be cool. You know who'd also? I don't. Know, for some reason, just because with the facial hair, I'm getting like a little bit of a of a Tommy Green Ranger, J- Jason David Frank. Oh wow! Wow. Uh, Think Kevin Feige. I know, right? So uh, that means Javier Bardem. <laughs> Very good. And he would be fucking sexy as shit. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> That'd work. Um, qualms now. Corey, if, if qualms. Corey said flirting. That's right. This oh, yeah. Quick, quick answer. Oh, uh, a I just He's a did a quick Google search on, on Groot, and it's the stiffness of their vocal cords make it, makes it sound like all they're saying is I am Groot, but we oh. can't, other people can't pick up on the other sounds they make. Um, oh, interesting. So, from, am I doing qualms? Yeah. If sure, you have any. Um, it, this whole story for me was just a little too vanilla. And I, that's my own baggage of being someone who has read a lot of comics. Um, there was just nothing that really struck a chord with me, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I learned a lot about the character as a whole, but there was no no real moment where I felt really excited about what was happening. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So it was just a little too... Uh, too much of an introduction, I guess. Um, you know, there was no point where she used her powers where I was like, fuck yeah, that's awesome, yeah. except to like punch the ground really hard. Um, <laughs> so, f- yeah, for me, and and, and uh, Vanilla in the sense that they introduce these cool characters that I'm sure they use later on, like Gil and Jackie and stuff, but in this story, they didn't do anything. Like, they introduced these really cool characters and they kind of just flew their ships up to help her distract. And then we're just kind of like, all right, we did it. Yeah. Um, I'll agree with that. Like it definitely felt um, like a launching off point, maybe more of a, like an act one type thing where, yeah. cause even at the end when it sort of comes full circle with her character, that's not the absolute of, of that uh, right. journey. It's where she gets the little, it's flag. like, it's like her first step into realizing yeah. what and she it, can do. It left me, it, I guess it left me wanting isn't the right word because it didn't make me excited to like, I got to read the second one. Mm-hmm. It I wasn't left with that. I was kind of like, uh, maybe I'll read it. But I'll say the I, first half for me was a lot more exciting. Yes. The second the half book. really kind of uh, yeah. plateaued for me. Really? Because um, for me, yeah, it was the opposite. I, I, I call that the junk, like not in a bad way, just because junk food sounds bad, but I call it the junk food syndrome where like you can eat a shit ton of it, but you'll never feel full. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, that I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of substance to it. That's my big qualm. Huh. Um, very good. I, 
wasn't like I can agree. I, I I can agree in a sense that it wasn't like whoa, break your head open, so exciting. But I I did want to read more. In fact, I started reading the the second one. Oh yeah. Um, so cool. it's Mister uh, Higher, Further, Faster to Infinity and Beyond More, huh? Yeah, I see. Yeah. And I don't want to I don't want to come off as like every story has to blow my fucking mind, but I just wasn't. But it does. Hooked, yeah. Is all. But it does. It could have. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't really. It felt very like a volume one. I was like, oh, it's a volume one. Okay. I don't really know much about this character except for what I've seen. It's like, it's a volume one. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any qualms. That I was, it was, I would have loved to have seen more, more powers, but I guess yeah. I'll keep reading. Yeah. I, th- I think its strongest point was setting her up. Yeah. I think it set her up mm-hmm. really well. Yeah. Um, and everything with her directly involved was fun to read and, and see what happens and all that stuff. But yeah, I agree with like the actual plot. Um, of it didn't seem very like I didn't feel the stakes as much and, and it felt kind of like a Medium not rare, not rare. Wow. It, was, it was a Did little paint by number Z in the sense of like okay it's, it's it has a little bit of that fur and gully p- plot in there mm-hmm. um, just to give it beats to get to the next point yeah um, it checks a lot of boxes right exactly uh, but it's, it's for what it is. I think it's well written and well told and well drawn and all that good stuff. Oh but, yeah. It looks beautiful. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with that as a, as a little. Okay. Blot. Uh, blot. Tom. <sighs> this is like, kind of like a, a Marvel ish baggage I have. And it's not yeah. like movies or anything like that. Like, I think it's kind of funny. I think it's cool. Cause it's kind of like what DC movies are doing right now. It's like meta humans. That's the fucking thing. And then Marvel movies, like, space. That's the thing. That's, like, the fucking thing, the reason to get you, like, mm-hmm. your, your palate all wet. Um, in the comic books, it's very much vibranium. Vibranium's the fucking plot point of everything. Really? Um, like, in a comic book uh, where Doctor Doom fucking took over Wakanda, like, Black Panther, what he ended up doing is, like, some ex-machina-ass bullshit made all vibranium on the Earth inert. And it's, like... Now Wakanda can't fucking be a good like a top tier civilization now because its main source of money is gone. It's like we get it, Marvel. Vibranium's <laughs> fucking important, but it's like <laughs> shit. But it's like it's it's a cool meta conversation of like Bitcoin, right? Of yeah. like what happens when the biggest currency in the world fucking goes away, or and like the fucking Brexit thing, right? So it's like that kind of stuff, and it's like it even leads into space where it's like vibranium's super important. It's like. Is it that important? Yeah. Like fucking cosmic cubes, infinity stones, fucking like uh, uh, universal nullifiers and things like that. It's like there's a lot of cool other things you could have done, like as guardian technology. Um, but it's like okay, cool. That that was my one like major. Like of course it's vibrating. To to be fair though, like uh, yeah, there are the, all those other cosmic things, but I like for me the current information that I have. It makes sense that vibranium is like the common thread because oh, yeah. that's like what is attainable for these villains. And I love the fact that like we're gonna line our ships. Like that's fucking smart. And yeah. I was like, this is really this is a cool thing. But it's like, oh, it's giving cool. you it's giving you familiar things so you can so to latch on to latch on and buy a little bit more of that investment. To me, the way the I see vibranium in a sense is almost kind of like if this was like Green Lantern, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we're following one Green Lantern, and we went to a planet, and then the same thing happened. They're like, what's wrong with the planet? There's kryptonite. Ah, of course it's kryptonite. It's always kryptonite. You know, it's like, that's kind of like how I felt about it. But like, 
that's the one thing I really that's like irked me the most. It's, it's like, interesting oh, cool. though. Now that you're mentioning it, like I agree with that, but at the same time, I feel like it has to be a vibranium in this book because the guardians are in here. Iron Man is in here. So it's like, Hey, For people like here's me, this new character that you should maybe care like, about. That was surprising to me when it was vibranium because oh, yeah. I was like, oh, vibranium. I never this is, thought of that. This is my baggage, right? Yeah, Let's yeah, say yeah, if yeah. you guys yeah. didn't fucking know anything about Superman, you'd be like fucking red kryptonite. fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it just makes him angry. Yeah. Like who gives a shit? Um, Kryptonite's stupid. Like, I know vibranium. I'm hip to this. Yeah. I, I can be hip to Captain I know Marvel that reference. Too. It invites people in. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's my me. main thing because I, I really liked it. And the thing is, like, I knew what I was getting myself into with the volume one, Marvel Now, yada, yada. Like, again, these comic books with like Marvel Now and volume ones and any type of volume one with DC, Marvel, Image, all that shit. They're ne- like, they can fucking blow your mind. And they can fucking give you stakes. And that's the one thing that I wish. Like, no one fucking really died. Yeah. And that's why you were like... I was like, just about to bring that up. And it's like, oh, who gives a shit? No one's died. Who gives a... F-? Like, there's zero danger. And Miss Marvel no is not going to die here. Like, I haven't seen one person die. And also, there's not one person stronger than her. So who gives a shit, right? Yeah. But it's like, what the fuck do you... What, to their credit. What do you want out of six issues? Yeah. Right? Yeah. To their credit, they didn't introduce... Anything that would lead you to consider someone dying. Well, like, like, the, like, it, which is to its detriment, but also it was its safety net. The closest of like, they got didn't... was Gil and Jackie being like, there's a self destruct button on this ship. <laughs> well, I mean, and like, and it just showed them at the end next to each other being like, we didn't use them. Yeah. It's kind of like, and that's a, to me, I think that's a Marvel comedy trope. Yeah. Listen to trope time. Um, but, I, in in comparison to like Green Lantern, right? We saw Saint Walker and fucking all of the Blue Lanterns fucking die. Mm-hmm. We saw Glommy die. It's like holy shit! I know this yeah. main crew may not die, but I don't doubt they might get maimed. I don't doubt like yeah. they might fucking like not yeah. make it to the next issue. There because, were stakes, yeah. And so there's there's a difference in the play, right? But it's it's neither here nor there. So it's like I don't hold it against this book. Yeah, like, it just already yeah. kind of guided me towards like. Uh, it's one of those nothing, things that you just pick up on. It, it's on, it's say, on the back of your mind. Yeah, I'll say it this way: I think that's why the second, excuse me, that's why the second half drifted off for me. Mm-hmm. Is I didn't, I had no tension. It felt and like it really set up stakes for you to then. It felt well, like they, it was wrapping and, up. Latch onto. So for me, no, not even that we were wrapping up. It just felt like, uh, it felt like f- almost like they were trying to force stakes up for me personally. Mm-hmm. Like when she was making that speech, yes, it was badass, but at the same time, I was like. What the fuck's going to happen? Like, nothing's... What are you doing? Why are you making this... Is Iron Man going to come stop you? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, nothing's... There's no stakes. No one's in danger. No one's dying. Like... Yeah. It, it just, for me, it it kind of took it away. There mm-hmm. Nothing had happened at the halfway point yet. So, at that point, I figured, like, we're good. Yeah. We good. Well, and I... So, uh, from my perspective... Like her, we'll go to your qualms next, yeah. yeah uh, well, but your perspective. My first. my perspective is that that like monologue she has at the end is is more about, huh? It's dope. Yeah, well, it, it was dope. dope, but but it was more about like the the Ollie's favorite part of being like being that little girl that you know I have that moment where you fly. That was her oh, kind yeah. of realizing who she was. So that's why like I don't I was, discredit that at all. It just wasn't. There was no. Uh, it wasn't a crescendo for me. Like I think it's supposed to be because okay. when it happened, I was just, it was in it had it, a potential, I think to be more impactful. If something more, if there were stakes s- or something, something had just happened or it happened, someone yeah. was beforehand. in direct danger. I, I was right. fully expecting someone to be like in a lot of trouble. And when they weren't, 
I was like, oh, okay. But well, I, I kind of also had the same token. Like I kind of appreciated that about it. Like kind of like what right. you're saying, where it's like, it's it. I felt that it was very much a story of Carol Danvers of like her finding out. Okay, like she's just deciding what kind of person she is. And, and this yeah. is it's but like just she's going to have an ultimate test to compare it to another point, Marvel thing, right? Like the uh, old man Logan is not a Wolverine story. It's a, it's a Logan story, right. Right. but that, that same moment is comparative to the two page snicked. And mm-hmm. for me, it didn't have any sort of, it didn't have the snake. I, I, I didn't go like, fuck yeah. yeah. I was like, Oh cool. I would, I would even argue for a, a Spider-Man movie that I'm like, it's not that great, but everyone fucking loves it. It's homecoming. <laughs> and it's the moment where like, he's, uh, crushed underneath all the building and he looks at the reflection of himself and he fucking Simba remember who you are but it's the same movie um, but he like cries he picks it up and he fucking swings out it's like there's not that kind of moment where you feel like Carol Danvers is truly defeated Yeah, she was defeated in a diplomatic sense mm-hmm. and that comes across literally but then there would have been like a into Corey's qualm like to improve it like if she had found that out while she was trying to save something that was completely false like a misleading thing it's like this plant's about to explode people are dying get them off and you find out general or jason is like also this was all a ploy and there's no fucking you know blah blah everyone's gonna die vibrating and then she's like Oh shit! I signed yeah. a treaty saying I'm not going to like, interfere, and now I have to make the decision to break the treaty, become a fucking like intergalactic prisoner, uh, like criminal, rogue. and it, yeah. like save these people at the same time. Like, like yeah. it would be dope if like we yeah. know she can take a hit, right? So like it would be dope if the guy was like fire fire at the uh, at the planet, and all of a sudden halfway to the planet the beam hits something, and they're like, "What the hell was that?" And it's fucking Captain Marvel. And then she yeah. gives that speech. I'd be like, fuck yes, here we go. Because kind of the most we really got of that is she got like, <laughs> someone, she got hit <laughs> like yeah. by a spaceship. Yeah. And and the immediate response was, oh shit, shit, shit. Like, you don't, that, and you weren't really worried about her either. Yeah. At the same That's time. What I, mean. I, like, I yeah. still love that moment. Yeah. I still love that speech that just didn't have the weight, I think, for me, I, I think that it was supposed to have. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, now, I can agree have, with that. Do you have any qualms, actually? Um, I I have a couple. The the like snake hair lady. I forget her name. I'm really bad at names, Jackie. guys. Jackie. She had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck did she come from? Uh, I don't know. Maybe she, like I don't know. Maybe she was working. Oh, yeah, they just maybe she was supporting yeah, them. They, that's fine. But like, yeah, I I had no. When she just showed up, I was like, oh, there's. I thought she said it was a side character what? to a side character. Yeah, a side character through a side character, and there was just like no, she there wasn't even like an offhand mention of her, and so I was like, oh okay. Maybe she's working her nine to five so Jackie could follow her dreams to be a fucking repair person. That's fine. <laughs> that but, has to do with my one. That but yeah. So I, I just wish there was even like a side mention of like yeah, my girl, blah 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 blah, like something just to. Give me some kind of foreshadowing that some character is gonna pop out of the blue and be like, "Ah, I love you." Mwah. All I'm doing is when there's a picture of like a wolf on a bus, it's like, "Why the fuck is there a wolf on a bus?" It's, well, he can't fucking drive, Karen. Oh my god! It's <laughs> like, well, maybe she's working and supporting Jackie. Okay, fucking get off. Her <laughs> maybe, maybe you're right. Uh, and then my other thing was, um, there was there were a couple times where the art of Carol Danvers changed dramatically. Um, just oh. going a little off model, and that was like jarring for me. The um, second on, book um, is very different. 
as oh, not really? like very. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to say very, but like volume I started two, you mean? volume two. I'm sorry, volume two. Um, I started reading it and I was like, probably different. What different different illustrator? Different. Yeah, probably yeah. so. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, even within this, like, I know that there was one illustrator, so it was just like, wait. Yeah there, yeah, there was just a couple of things that it's, it's that, kinda, that throws it off for me a little kinda bit. It's kind of like when anime they do different fight scenes and it's like, what the fuck? Why did all of a sudden all the detail go away? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, it, it, honestly, it's not that huge of a qualm because with something of this magnitude, it's like of, of course that's going to happen. But yeah, it is yeah. something of note. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali, you had another qualm. Yeah, mine was okay. Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, mine was part of the Jackie. the Jackie thing of them being Jackie. A random girlfriend. Yeah. I feel like at a couple moments, um, it might have been a little uh heavy handed. Yeah. With the with the female empowerment because in that third act, three different female characters are doing like going up against the man. And they are all successful, which is great. But I felt like I was like, okay, I get it. Like one of them that they're all against like happened to be the emperor, happened to be a guy too. I was like, I get it. But it just felt a little to me, like I noted, like I noticed it, it broke the fourth mall in that sense where I was like, okay, like you don't have to have all three of them. I, I get that. that. And I think journey, you but. and I have discussed like where we kind of differ based on like, if you notice it, it's a bad thing for me. If I notice it and like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. And yeah. like, I don't think that's like a terrible thing unless you're Alfonso Quran and do it in gravity. I'm like, I fucking get it, dude. No, I mean, uh, I felt that. Uh, yeah. I actually kind of felt the same way with, with the relationship, like with Jackie and her girlfriend. I was like, why is this happening right now? Mm-hmm. I like it didn't for me did not. Not the relationship anything. itself, but where it came up. Yeah. Yeah. It came yeah. out Story of nowhere. Wise, like, it was like, if it had come yeah. in earlier. That, that's a, what I, that's, and that was part of my qualm. It was just like like it if, wasn't even mentioned. It wasn't even mentioned. Saying, yeah. yeah, so not it, that it matters, but like yeah, it didn't. The way feel... they presented it made it feel like it should matter. Yeah, and I, then you're like, well, you didn't really like set this up properly. Well, but that was it's it's a minor the only thing. reason I'm like I'm super like I look past it mainly because like I see it as like this fucking like sea of bl- like a drop of blood in mm-hmm. a sea of salty ocean yeah. of just men's stories. Yeah. No, that's and it's totally like, fine. And it's usually like a man like, my wife! Who gives a fuck about your wife? Yeah, I'm drawing too much like, Hollywood perspective into it for yeah. sure. But and, Yeah, same. The, I, I get, I'm aware I get the, that it's uh, it's the current like social climate yeah. that's it's it's making me hyper aware of it. Well, yeah, you're, you're cognizant of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see it. Yeah. And the thing is like, and I think that's what happens is like, when something like this, it's like riddled in it. And yeah. it's like, because this is a story that it should talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, like, not all the story. Like, this is, like, 99% all about it. Yeah. Every other thing is, like, 1% about it. Right. And yeah. so, like, mm-hmm. it feels so disproportionate in one book because it's vastly disproportionate in every other book. Right. Yeah. And so that's why it feels, like, so, like, oh, I fucking get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I guess the reason I notice it more is because, of course, I want those things in there. Of course, I want, like... You know, lady on lady like relationships and female empowerment and well, fighting hold, the man hold, and everything on, else. Hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're gonna go back to the video and be, see me be like, huh? Um, but but I, I guess there's also this like desire on my end to see it introduced in a very fluid and natural way to where I don't notice it as much. Soft right. touch, soft yeah. touch, soft, soft touch, touch, rather than like smack. Here it is, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just, bam! Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, okay. precisely. The ball hit Harden's head. Which, which, and that's like kind of not fair too, because then you're asking them to walk a very delicate tightrope. 
Yeah. But uh, that's another conversation like, for another day. What do you fuckers want? Oh, what's a trope and what's not? Go to yeah. trope time. Yay. <laughs> but that allows us to move to our rating. Rating. And uh, there's two of me and two in Corey. Mm-hmm. One and on Caitlin. Yes. On right? Caitlin. Yeah. And so Ollie and Josh must go first. Into the fire. Ollie. Uh, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Ollie, rated, please. He said 4.5. 4.5. Sorry. <laughs> he just got so excited because he thought of one and he had to say it immediately. Uh, yeah. Josh. I I agree. Yeah. It's a 4.5. 4.5? Yeah. Kaylin. 4.7. Oh. I picked five. I, I didn't pick Oh. Five. Wow. 4.75. That's Four, right. Nine, Tom, Tom six, you picked seven. me. Uh, so are you telling me to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I picked you. <laughs> you picked each other, yeah. Mine's 4.5. 4.5. Wow. <gasps> Corey? Yeah, 3.7. Ooh. I win. Wow. wow. I was right. I was just wow. really. Oh, wow. I knew it. Because I picked the right person. You were bored. Oh, you Corey. Is it, is yeah, it, I was bored. Do, do you think you it's bored. It wasn't just exciting because enough. you know too much about comics? No. No, just the no. story. Right? He doesn't I, mean, know. I just like don't think the, the story was that. It could have been more interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, I, like the tough thing, too, is kind of like trying to figure out what she fights for and I think that's all, all big part of the subjects like yeah. Corey fucking like I'm going to speak for Corey now Corey yeah. fucking loves X-Men right and, mm-hmm. and X-Men fight for marginalized peoples all their stories are about that shit and so like it's hard to step away from like a very hard hitting story like that even when they're fucking nonchalant small stories mm-hmm. yeah um, I'll say I haven't read enough comics to know what the proper cadence of a story should be there's not but don't think of it like that right yeah. you no, like but, what you fucking like well, no but to, to, to the next sentence would be uh, to me, this felt like a really strong pilot episode for something. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like so it felt like a, a volume one. It felt like a volume one, but all six episodes, all six uh, comics, yeah, together for felt me, like it would be a strong forty-seven minute trailer or forty-seven minute pilot. I trailer. don't agree. <laughs> I, I, I think it like yeah, like we said before, like it checks a lot of boxes, but I. In my humble appear, uh, uh, opinion, other than like your the, humble appearance, appearance, uh, very humble, uh, other than like it's like intertextuality about like women empowerment, empowerment, like it doesn't take a lot of risks. Yeah, I right. think as a writer, it's safe as a writer, super safe. She did mainly because there are a lot of male comic book people out there who are like don't want to read this shit. There, you know, there's a fucking Star Wars cut without any of the female actors. You know what I mean? Like there's comics, there's comic book gate. And combo gates fucking like anti women and anti LGBTQ. Yeah. It's like fucking ridiculous. And so like to be a writer and write something so like empowered for this is like it is a risk in its own right. But in the story and context of it, like Corey said, there's not a lot of risk. It's it's very safe. Where it's like cool. And it's so like, like so it's, it's a very well, it's a very easy thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's even it, it's even less to do with the story and just more about utilizing the characters better i guess you mm-hmm. have a you have a character that refers to her as as a uh, a warlord goddess do you know what i mean and they don't you really don't do that. anything interesting yeah. with her they got a guy who's who's huge strong like he when knocks down carol a- danvers and you don't see him do anything later on you have a guy who's in a suit that protects himself he doesn't do anything tick doesn't do anything like for me it, it was just a lot of uh no not not enough payoff yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of do that with the Guardians, too. They brought them in just for, yeah. like, a fucking yeah. five panels, and then you're like, all right, they're done. Which I'm fine with, because it's it's really not their story, but if you're going to have her have a team, 
her own team that sticks with her and helps her fight in the end. And they all looked like they had so much more to give. To give. Yeah. Because yeah, when Jackie was like the twice. goddess thing, I, I thought it was a joke because she didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, also, like, uh, they yeah. kind of that... set that up in the in the beginning of the story where it's like it, before it goes to the six weeks earlier. Let's do this again. Well, no, it, it she's she's looking for someone as opposed to like having like punched a, a bad guy mm-hmm. before it cuts to yeah. the six weeks earlier. So you already know that it's like, OK, well, it's not well, a like, display me, of power. For me, I was really sold on the before the six weeks when it shows the, f- uh, you know, five of them stepping off the ship in that team formation. Yeah. Everyone's super unique. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks dope being led by Captain Marvel, and then nothing happens. So yeah. for me, if they had utilized that team a bit more and given each one of them maybe a moment, I probably would have been above a four, but for it's 3.7 as is. There, yeah. there was no St. Walker here. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any gushing? Or is that it? No, that's... I think that's... I think I, I feel, feel pretty complete. good. I, I feel I'm complete. complete. Uh, I liked it. She makes me complete. Now I'm complete. Wow. Bree? <laughs> Capri Sun? At us. Capri Sun. At him. She's like really married, though, isn't she? Or dating someone? I don't know. Like, like really married? She's like really married. She's interested in. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> I'm really married. Corey's really married. Uh, so, anyway, I feel complete. I feel complete, too. Keep it moving, guys. Just let, us know what you th- let us know what you think of Captain Marvel as written by Deconic. Yes. Kelly yes. Sue DeConnick. Kelly DeConnick. Sue DeConnick. Captain DeConnick. Did it excite um, you? Did you feel anything about the characters? Did you not like it at all? <laughs> just your comments, whatever they are. Yeah. Like, Let us know. Sad. Whatever they are. You can hit us up we want on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they, for some reason, didn't know how to get hold of any of that information, where could they find out where we exist? You could go to nerdon.tv, where you can find the links to everything. Mm-hmm. And if you are new to Nerd On, you can uh, check us out anywhere podcasts are heard. Um, pod, uh, yeah, I can use my big words. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it's literally everywhere. Watch us on YouTube. Let mm-hmm. us know what you think of the video format. And mm-hmm. if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments below. If you would like to continue to support Nerd On, just listening, sharing, reviewing, all of that stuff helps. And if you want to go... An even further step, you can check out that Patreon that I I was letting you know. Um, and for today, since we're talking about Captain Marvel Volume 1 in preparation for the movie, if you would like to read this comic book, you can check out our Amazon affiliate link and buy your own copy. Mm-hmm. It supports us and you get a comic book. Just make sure you buy it from the Marvel publisher. Make sure you actually give the correct company their money. <laughs> yes. Please. Yeah. As long as if you want a good, nice, crisp copy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also. This is mine. That's yours. Um... But yeah, you can also on our website, you can check out our newsletter. Um, You can sign up for it there. It is monthly. So just once a month. So we aren't inundating your your uh, inbox. Inboxes. You got plenty of spam from other places. Mm -hmm. And we have another podcast, Trope Time, once a month, uh, hosted by Izzy and Nikki. First Monday of every month. New episode. Check it out. Check it out. But uh, thank you again for listening to this episode. We heart you. A lot. You know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Ending Broadcast.